0: Hi, guys. I was listening to this whole thing, the the podcast with the Hollow Earth, and good job. It was very entertaining. I was working, and I was listening to this in the background, and I like the fact that both of you were so courteous, uh, as you, as I know Ryan, uh, pretty courteous and nice guy. (laughs) Uh, Well, we are Canadians. If it was in the United States, this interview would have been probably different, but but yeah, hey, it's, it's pretty funny that how people keep themselves entertained and amused about things, and they need things to be Always uh, uh, happy. It's good. It's good, and I mean no disrespect. Keep keep doing a good job. But it was it was very it was very interesting for me. Thank you. Hello, I uh, was just listening to the podcast recently, and uh, I heard that uh, he thought at the portal in the Pacific Rim was to the inside of the planet, but in Pacific Rim. It's actually, the Breach is a portal to, uh, the Antiverse, which is the homeworld of the Precursors and the Kaiju, and the Kaiju are more like, um, think of it like the clone army that they make in Star Wars. Anyways, uh, great listening to you guys, and, uh, going to put this part on the podcast right no okay good not necessarily no (laughs) no no, this is just this is just an off-topic conversation but don't don't put this on the record been busted dude i haven't even subscribed to my own podcast (laughs) i saw that it was on apple and i was like
1: oh yeah
0: i should subscribe to that i haven't even done it okay so if you're listening right now this is the sound of me subscribing to my own podcast this (laughs) might go this might go in the episode i did it i subscribed i subscribed to my own (laughs) podcast after all this time (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay it appears we are on oh and they don't put episode numbers up on here because apple's just like that we're on episode i don't know okay season episode episode,
1: episode 52 episode 52
0: season something or another season 96 we've been at this a while no our seasons are short yeah, this is Canada, man. We've got short seasons here. There's construction in winter and winter's long. So you get one long season. We're not in winter right now. We're going to pretend we're not, but that's uh neither here nor there. That's right. It's just a long winter. Well, Tim, I am loaded full of microchips. Oh, you are. Are you?
1: Yeah. I went and got a shot of microchips in my, in my right arm since I'm left-handed.
0: Yeah. I'm on 5g now. I've got full bars. There you go. The old, uh, the old uh, so you're referring to a, a va- the the old covid-19 vaccine that's right the there microchip you... vaccine i uh i have a i have mixed feelings about it i i don't have mixed feelings about the vaccine i have very uh, solid feelings about that which i'm not going to say but i have very mixed feelings about the uh the amount of vaccining i see on facebook and and it's gotten to the point like this is me just bitching about about Facebook, like an old person, right? I'm gonna bitch about. I'm, I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not even gonna finish what I'm gonna say. I'm not even doing it. Okay, don't even talk about Facebook. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to, You know what? I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just gonna skip this. I was gonna go off on a rant, and I just feel it happening. And uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You're never gonna find out if I got it or not. That's all I'm gonna say. You're never gonna find okay. out. You know a perfect place for that rant? Farce Facebook.
1: Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I close should. the close the circle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should just get I you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go out and buy a package of I'm gonna go uh, do everything bad for me for a week. I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna buy a package of export green cigarettes. I'm gonna get like the cheapest, the cheapest rye whiskey you can get mm-hmm. uh, in a in a in a 60 ouncer, and then I'm gonna get back on Twitter <laughs> and complete the trifecta of things and- that are bad for you.
1: And then what you need to do is you need to drink that entire bottle of whiskey and then fall down in your ginch, face down on your bed, holding the empty bottle in your right hand. Yeah, while tweeting. And then get
0: somebody to take a picture of that to put on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Just unhealthy habits, hey? We want to talk about some stuff. Portals. We, do 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 you want to talk about portals? Well, amongst other things. Portals? We want to talk about... Uh, Stuff that we've been doing. It's been a long time since we had a podcast, Tim.
1: Okay. Let's get yeah. let's through the portal into what we've been doing. Into
0: the portal? What have you been doing, Tim? What have I been Well, I worked uh,
1: over 140 hours in nine and a half days. Gross.
0: So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> well, I have been working, but not, not as hard as you. Not as hard as you, my friend. Um, I have been mostly doing a regular amount of work and watching stuff. Um, I watched, uh, we were, we were talking about doing a Falcon and the winter soldier episode Mm -hmm. or rundown. And we've been so busy in our regular lives that we just skipped right by all that. And, uh, and we, we didn't even do a podcast about it. So, uh, I guess if anyone's listening to this and they were, Really expecting some Falcon and the Winter Soldier action. We're really sorry. Uh, I don't know if you watched it. Did you watch it, Tim? I watched the whole thing. It was awesome. What'd you think? I liked it. I did it too. Was, it
1: was straightforward. It was uh, not convoluted whatsoever, and it was it was good.
0: I can't believe it was Agatha all along. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I I enjoyed it too. I I liked seeing the uh, buddy cop. Uh, dynamic between Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It brought me back to like the old days when I was, you know, 14, 15, going to see Lethal Weapon 3 in the movie theater and and enjoying all that stuff. It was just, it just had that really cool dynamic to it uh, with a superhero edge and, you know, some good, uh, oh, a bunch of good stuff, some couple of good surprises in there. We won't spoil anything, I guess. I, we'll, think, uh, I think
1: my favorite part about that whole show is one line by the Winter Soldier. Where the other guy asked him, how come you didn't use your metal arm? And he says, well, sometimes I forget about it. And he says, why? Well, because I'm (laughs) right-handed. For whatever reason, that line just seems so realistic. He's got a metal,
0: extra strong left arm, but he's right-handed. Yeah, it was kind of cool touch. They had a bunch of little cool touches like that. There was just, I don't know, you could tell that when the people are writing this stuff, they really care about what they're doing it kind of shines through so and it was uh it's great i don't know I don't, I don't i don't want to say too much about it because i know people might be listening and uh we we they might not have seen it and they don't want us to spoil anything so if you're on the fence you should watch it oh yeah get off the fence what are you doing yeah Give, fall right off that fence on the side yeah. where you're gonna watch the falcon the winter soldier sitting on the fence is hard in the ass anyways it really is it's hard on everything it's hard on everything. Don't do not do it. Just get off that fence. Watch that shit. Put it in your face. Well, you know what I did? I uh, The contrarian that I am, I think we might have talked about this last time. If we didn't, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm old. So I saw Bill Maher go on uh, a little clip of him on his, his own show talking about how all, all the Oscar movies this year were all downer movies. So me being the serial contrarian that I am, that I took it is that I had to watch every single one of them. So I did. I watched every one of the Oscar movies before, before the ceremony happened, which I didn't even watch. I didn't even give a shit about watching that. I just wanted to see if all these movies were shitty, as he said. Would you like to know more? Please. Okay. So I watched them all and I'm going to, do you want me to rank them, Tim? I can rank them all for you and I and give you a little blurb. Nothing really in depth. Just I'm going to give you a little blurbs about what I thought of them. Okay. Okay. So here they are in the order of my ranking, the ones, that, how I enjoyed them. Okay. Number eight. Oh, hold on. I'm going to get all mixed up here because I, I writ I wrote them down, but I numbered them. So the <laughs> one I liked the least was Mank, Mank, uh, the David Fincher movie about Citizen Kane. Now, if you were a Hollywood guy, you worked in Hollywood and you were really a Hollywood historian, you might really love this movie. But I think for most people, like you might watch and go, oh, I saw that and it'd fly right right by you. And then I watched The Father with Anthony Hopkins where he plays a, uh, a man who's going through, uh, I guess it he's, he's experiencing dementia and, and, the, and the story kind of flows in the way that someone who would be experiencing dementia would, would, would see it happening to them. Right. And it's actually a pretty scary movie. Um, but I think it was that great. And then I watched the trial of Chicago seven, a really nice history kind of movie that was funny. It had, you know, good, good moments, good comedy. It, mm-hmm. Uh, and it was about something, you know, that matters and, 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 a really nice movie, but it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a Hollywood kind of movie. It was all right and then i watched nomad land which is the one it wound up winning best picture and uh this is one of the movies that i i now i watched nomad land twice not because i wanted to but because i i had to Un, unforeseen circumstances popped up so if you really want to watch francis mcdormand take two weird shits this is the movie for you this that's all you need no. to know about this so Yeah, I could I could go on at length about this one. I think it had a lot to say, but didn't say anything in a roundabout way. It's kind of like if you had a friend who like knows, has read every headline in the newspaper and just gives you like a little blurb enough for you to think about maybe but they Mm -hmm. don't actually say anything about it. That's kind of like this movie. Uh, And then the one I liked after that was Judas and the Black Messiah. This was a really good movie. If you've ever seen the movie Get Out, the two guys that are in Get Out are in this movie, and they're both sensational. And it has a weird crossover with, um, this is also a historical event that I really didn't know much about. And it crosses over really well with The Trial of the Chicago 7, because one of the people that's in this movie that Judas and the Black Messiah is about, is uh, he shows up. The not not the real guy, but but that person shows up in Tri- trial Chicago 7 also. Mm-hmm. Um, good movie. Uh, Minari was also really good. Um, the lady who played grandma in there, she won best, best act supporting actress, and it was well deserved. It was a really good movie and really fun. And then the one I really liked was uh, after that was Sound of Metal. This is uh, the number two movie, and it was really close. This was a really good one about a guy who's a, a punk metal kind of drummer or whatever, and he just suddenly goes deaf. I didn't think I was going to like this movie, but I wound up really, really liking it. And then my favorite out of all of them was Promising Young Woman, uh, which I've seen three times now. And the more I think about it, the more it reminds me of another favorite movie of mine, which is Taxi Driver. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really kind of weird how much it has in common with that show. Maybe, Maybe I'm overthinking it, or maybe I'm thinking about it in the wrong way. But I just see it as kind of like a, a really parallel version of that movie. I just love this movie. I actually think out of all the movies on the list, Promising Young Woman is, is probably not the biggest Oscar contender that was there. But it definitely is going to be a classic movie. And if you haven't seen it yet, I I suggest you do. This is a movie that kind of brings an issue to the forefront that, that everyone's been talking about and you've seen in the news and things like this in a way that I think everyone can kind of resonate with it. So it's a, it's a good movie. And uh, I just liked I just liked all of it. So in the end, I don't think Bill Maher was necessarily wrong. Uh, they, the, the most, if, if I was to take a tally up here and, and just add up the amount of time that I spent bummed out, it would probably be over that 51%. <laughs> In watching all these movies, but I kind of thought it was worth it to do. In the end, they were all good movies, and there was something to like about them all. But there was a there was a few there was a lot of a lot of time spent bummed out. Hmm. But you know, next year I think will be better. They they did. Uh, There's a little trick to this here, I think. And I think the the ratings for the actual show itself have been in decline. So what they did a few years ago is they said, well, we're going to make more movies get nominated. So that way we can nominate more of the say popular movies, right? So Hmm. say you'd have a chance of getting some more of the big event movies, the Marvel movies or whatever nominated and then more people would be like, oh, I want to see if Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern 2 is going to win this year. And uh, and then and then more people would tune in for that, and then it wouldn't the normal Oscar baby thing would win, but at least people would be watching the show. But this year, none of those movies came out, <laughs> <laughs> so it was all stuck with like the real the real crazy stuff. So I did all that work, man. So you don't have to. There's there's the uh, thoughts of it there. That's what a nice guy. I am.
1: Okay, so you're your promising young woman, I might watch that one.
0: Oh yeah, it's a it's a I think it's a modern classic. It's not a perfect movie, but uh, I, think, uh, I think I think I. I got the feeling that I watched a modern classic and okay. I, I kind of stumbled into that movie. It's not something I'd regularly watch and I wound up liking it so much that I grabbed my wife and I grabbed my kids and I was like, y'all need to see this and we all watch it. And, uh, it might be one of my kids' favorite movies. She really liked really? it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Uh, good to know. Uh, the rest of the movies listed there, I can just tell you right now, I'll probably never watch them.
0: You don't want to watch mank doubtful it's black and white tim it's such a curiosity well, you know what i did do recently like a couple of weeks ago i found I, I woke up i've been having these really crazy vivid dreams and the the other day i dreamt that i was surfing and uh, i i yeah, it wasn't the other day it was like a, a couple of weeks ago i dreamt that i was surfing and i remembered this movie that i used to watch when i was a kid about this the surf it was a surfing movie so I looked it up on the internet and wouldn't you know, it was like some weird act of cosmic fate. It just, they just brought this movie out on a Blu-ray, like like two days after I had this crazy dream. So I bought it and I just watched the other day. It's this 80s cheese surfing movie called North Shore. And it was such a fun movie. I loved it. And uh, so I, I better have loved it because I own it now. Mm. <laughs> but it was fun. You ever seen North Shore? I don't think so. You ever get into the surfing movies? There was like a period in the 80s where they had all these surfing movies. And I think they, the crescendo was that uh, in the early 90s when they made Point Break. Well, I've watched Point Break.
1: The only surfing I've ever really watched on TV would be one movie where a girl got her arm bit off. I can't remember the name of that movie.
0: That's Soul Surfer.
1: And then I watched quite a bit of uh, um, Animal Kingdom where they were surfing. Yeah which was a TV show. And then I watched Point Break and that's pretty much all the surfing I've ever watched.
0: Well, this is a more, uh, I would just say like a a wholesome surfing movie than Point Break. But I think some of the actors that are in this movie are in Point Break too, or there's one guy in particular that's in there that it's been in a bunch of surfing movies. I looked it up afterwards and he definitely is in there. I'm I'm making it like I don't know stuff, but I do. But he's in there for sure. And it was it's just a fun movie. If, if you like surfing movies anyway, it's it's pretty uh Well oh, what about okay. the
1: movie I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, you had a dream about a movie that didn't exist. Yeah, what but I'm, I'm not gonna out?
0: Well, that's funny. You should say that because I'm, I'm writing that right now. I'm, I'm actually putting, I'm putting this, I'm doing, I'm David Lynch in the shit out of this thing. So I got up and, and I, I, I wrote down, uh, I, it didn't even have an idea. Like I just, I didn't even dream an idea for a movie. I just dreamt a movie that everyone was familiar with. And they, and they all said the name of this stupid movie and it's a stupid name. And I'm not going to say it, but it's a stupid name. It doesn't mean anything. And it's just the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life. But everybody in the dream I had, they all believed that this was some sort of Adam Sandler goofball, uh, comedy, Hmm. I guess. And, and, and that's as best as I could describe it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it, you know, I don't want to, but, but I'm, uh, i'm I'm writing a draft of it right now, and I'm five first I'm on page six. I'm looking at it right now, dude, I got a script happening. I got a script happening here.
1: I can't wait to see to see this movie become an well, actuality.
0: Well, and it will if,
1: you know what? Just write it and we'll make it happen.
0: Well, that's what I'm thinking. You never know. I've I've got you're the third person who said that to me now, and uh, I'm trying to keep it uh, you know, I, I learned a lot from from my older. Movie, uh, I guess, experiences with making movies. No, it wasn't on any pornos. That's what everyone always asked me. I didn't work on any porno <laughs> movies. I worked on an independent film that was uh, independently financed. It was on sixteen millimeter. It never came out, but we all, everyone who worked on it, loves it, and uh, and it was not a porno at all. It was kind of a uh, a crime, kind of a pulp fictiony, usual suspects-y kind of thing. So not a porno. Don't ask me that again. Nobody asked me that. Now everyone's going to ask me that. No, I didn't work on a porno, but not uh, yet. Anyway. Well, you know, <laughs> times are getting tough, but I don't know if they're that tough. So. Man's got to eat Mr. Leahy. <laughs> I guess Mr. Leahy. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we could do it. I guess, you know, we did our movie when we when we shot our movie, it was on um, 16 millimeter film. And and if I had my way, and I had uh, all the money in the world, that's the way I do it. Um, I do it. I do a movie on film, I think it's a cool thing to do. And I think it adds a kind of a layer of sophistication to it. However, I don't know that the movie that I'm writing deserves that layer of sophistication. So I think I might shoot it. uh, If I was to shoot this movie, I think it could be done with some sort of cheap camera. And if you could filter it through some sort of toilet water, that would probably serve it well. Well, guess what? We pack that camera around everywhere we go. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) On your iPhone. Yeah. The toilet camera. With Uh, the COVID smudge right over the
1: lens. You'd be surprised how many movies are shot with crappier cameras than your iPhone.
0: Oh, you, I, you know what? That's, that's the thing is the cameras on the phones are getting so sophisticated now that I, you know, I've even but, seen people with lenses, you can 3d print, you know, um, like a steady sure. yeah. rig or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the more I think about this, the more anyone who wants to do a movie, I guess, is running out of excuses why they can't. And yeah. I think the only thing that you can't, uh, you can't expect anymore is to make any fucking money. On it. Like you just, <laughs> you just won't. You can, no. you could, you
1: could. you, can you put might out get a, your 15 minutes of fame.
0: Yeah. You're going to put up some, some turd ball on YouTube and everyone might talk about it for a week or it might be viral or something. And then you're just going to flutter away and you're going to have to do the next one for free. Cause that's the way the shit works. Right. You so.
1: never know. Cause uh, what, what is the name of that? Uh, Kung Kung Fu cop? No,
0: that's not Oh, it. Kung Fury. Kung Fury, he made it onto Netflix. Yeah, but he's doing more Kung Fury. I don't know much about that but guy. But you know what but, I'm saying, though? He just went out and did that and then uh, made it. I guess. They, right? You're it right. There's, there are no excuses. There are none. So I'm going to see. I'm going to write this. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to mince words. Colossal piece of shit. Mm. It's going to be a... I'm trying to write a colossal piece of shit. And I'm doing a pretty good job. It's, it's, it's apparently pretty easy for me to do. When you set your sights like that at what you
1: want, how could you fail? Yeah. It's like a piece of shit coming up.
0: Yeah. It's, it's yeah.
1: Okay. Well on that note, why don't we portal our way
0: off to the side? We're going to talk portal fiction here. Yeah. Well, you mentioned this to me, Tim, and my mind went right to the same place. I was like portal fiction. And I said, what do you mean? Like that toilet scene from train spotting and, uh, And that's where my mind went right away, instantly, instantly. And of course, I've never watched that movie, so I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Well, if you watch the movie, my dogs are going off here, Mm. my dogs are barking. Some guy wants to aerate the lawn. I thought you were going to say Jehovah Witnesses. No. Oh, man. These guys, I tell you, they're they're not supposed to be coming door to door anymore. I thought they outlawed this shit or something. But there's guys coming to my house trying to sell me on lawn aeration. I just can't. I just can't hack it. I don't care if my lawn dies. I told them that, too. Where were we? Train spotting. Whatever the hell that is. Now you're going to have to edit this show, Tim. I feel so bad. (laughs) Don't worry. I have to anyway. Well, there's the scene in the movie where the guy, uh, he, he, he mistakenly, uh, I'm ruining a like, 30-year-old movie here, but he, he, he's trying to get off some illicit drugs and he's got these suppositories that are, but he, he poops them out accidentally. And, and then he's in the worst toilet ever. And, and then he dives inside the toilet and it opens up into this other world where he's swimming around. In this kind of like dreamlike water, and there's all these neat things down there, like landmines and stuff. And Brian Eno music is playing, and he finds his little butt pills and he swims back out of the toilet with them.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I,
0: yeah. It's similar to the little tiny door in the movie Coraline, but okay. shittier. Yeah. Shittier. Much shittier. That's my
1: poop joke. Well, let's just. In case anybody's wondering exactly what portal fiction is, it's anytime you go through a portal into another world time or location through a gate, like as in Stargate or Narnia going through the uh, wardrobe. So I don't know, what, what are your favorite, other than Trainspotting, what are your favorite stories in that genre?
0: Oh, well, I gave it a little bit of thought. And uh, one of the one of my favorite writers, pretty much everything he writes is kind of like some sort of portally fiction. So that would be Neil Gaiman. I think we've talked about him before on our our humble little podcast here. And he writes a lot about people going through a door or a portal or something very similar to Narnia into another world. And uh, some of his works where this happens are Stardust, uh, which was a movie that came out a few years ago. Coraline, which everyone's fairly familiar with these days, uh, very, very illicit uh, portal stuff in there. And let me see what's another one that he's got that never is another one that he, he has the portal thing going on, but he always has one of his big things is that someone's always walking from our world into another one. That's just a little bit different or twisted. That's kind of like just beyond that layer where, uh, you know, where reality meets fantasy sort of thing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, he's the, he's the guy for that sort of stuff. And, I think my favorite would be, I don't want to say it in case you say it. You go give me a couple of years first. No, no, no. You Okay. Well, this?
1: I'll give, I'll give you one of my favorites, Beetlejuice.
0: Oh yeah. So right away
1: you go Beetlejuice, 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 and you're portaled to where he is. Right. Also, if you walk off your front step, you're in uh sandworm land on Mars. Uh, you can open a gate to go to the afterlife where you can talk to your, uh, to your caseworker there's a door that opens so the priest can come out when he needs to you know rob the cradle and marry the girl uh and then eventually the sandworm gets portaled right in and takes Juice out so there's multiple portals in that one show yeah. i probably missed five or six more
0: there there are a few portals in there um you just reminded me of another one that i watched recently called vivarium have you seen this movie uh, that sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. I, it's not like illicitly uh, they go into a portal or whatever, but um, do you want me to tell you what it's about? Sure. It's about a, a, a young couple that's looking to buy a, a house. So they go and they find this weird place, this weird uh, real realtor guy, and he takes them to this neighborhood and they take a left turn into the neighborhood And as soon as they get into this neighborhood, they are no longer in any plane of reality. They're alone in this uh, landscape that's completely alien. Uh, Mm. And then it just goes on to get weirder from there. Uh, I might have watched that one more times than it deserves, but I I, kind of think it's a really cool concept. And it's definitely, now that I think about it, uh, a piece of portal fiction. Is this even really a thing? Like, I've never heard of specifically quote-unquote portal fiction. Am I behind the times?
1: Well, I think the only people that really talk about it is writers, because writers talk about different genres they're going to write in. And Ah. portal fiction is a genre that you can write in. Um, You you can use a portal such as a, you know, a magic stone that might take you back in time, so you can hang out in Scotland and find a lover. Ah. Like a very popular series that we've got. Ah, Oh, okay it it's been used in so many books. I don't know if you've ever read anything by, uh, the, I think they call her the grandmother of science fiction, Andre Norton. No, she wrote tons of books involving portals. Yes. I, I wrote all of her. I read all of her books when I was in high school. So, cause the, the, the library had dusty old copies of ancient science fiction. And, you know, in one of her books, there's a magic portal that took, uh, the main guy to a place called Witch World, where it just so happens he was like a warlock there. But, you know, things like that were always going on in her books. I don't think the Lord of the Rings has any portals. Unless
0: you count putting the ring on. Uh, A little bit. And maybe the uh, wherever they're taking the guys at the end of the story when they're going over across the ocean to a different kind of place. Oh yeah, that's right. But I don't know if that would be That's just kind of like a sidebar to the story. So I don't know if you could consider it like a quote unquote portal. You know, it's not like, it's not like the main theme of the story.
1: Okay. Not like in Rick Um, and Morty.
0: Not like in Rick and Morty. No. Where the main theme is portals. (laughs) Almost. no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a good time. Every portal that they go into is so much more disgusting than the one that was there before it. It's such an enjoyable thing. Um, Al- Alice in Wonderland Alice in Wonderland I'm not so familiar with that story uh, Wizard of well, Oz She falls down a hole you know Yeah. A rabbit hole A rabbit hole, the portal Now would the Matrix be considered portal fiction?
1: I don't know, I don't think so Because you don't actually go to another world You're still,
0: it, your body is still there Yeah It sort of is But your consciousness kind of goes into the portal That's true, yep I just the, just the white rabbit thing reminded me of that because that's how he gets locked into the whole world in the first yeah, place, in the white rabbit. Um, the one that I was going to say that I was sure you were going to bring up was the Dark Tower. For sure, the Dark Tower, because on, especially,
1: spoiler alert, in book two, when actual physical doors appear on the beach for him to go through.
0: Yeah, and then that stays as a mainstay throughout the whole yeah. series. Are you a Dark Tower fan? I've read all of them at least three times. So, yes.
1: <laughs> and that's a heck of a pile of reading in case Dude, anybody's unfamiliar a, with some of the thickness of the books.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say that's a hard yes. That's like a marriage commitment right there.
1: Almost as important to me as the uh, the rise and fall of Endymion and uh, the Shrike and those other books.
0: Also a portal fiction yeah, story. That's true. Yeah, very important part of that story. I want to I spoil that story so bad. And I just want to talk about that story forever. I just love it so much. But uh, I don't feel like it's my time or place to do that yet. I think that there might be something special down the pipeline where we talk about the uh, the Hyperion stories, but they're portal fiction.
1: Yeah, uh, we can briefly talk about the fact that there's portals to and from various periods of time.
0: Uh, seemingly, seemingly, yeah. seemingly, yes. And they do really interesting things, I think, with the whole portal concept. And uh, whenever, whenever I uh, after I read this book, it's it's sorry after I read the series, there's something they do with portals that when you think about it is so it's so dark, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so dark. But they did it, and then uh, and then everyone in the story has to kind of like deal with the consequences of that for the rest of the series. And it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. That's true enough. I
1: read a book, which is no longer in print and it's called the planet eater. It's about uh, small black holes and their use as weapons. But in the book, they use a portal, which is a wormhole. They can open a one centimeter big wormhole from earth to another planet and they need to get people through it so they invent machines that they can send to the other side which can regenerate a human body and then what they do is they dice up a couple people and shove them through the hole but they have to do this while they're alive and on the Derek. other end the machine reconstitutes them gross
0: that would be the worst way of traveling
1: <laughs> that's the absolute worst <laughs> portal that you're going to come up with
0: it would be like it would be like if you go to the airport and uh, and they just you go, you go through the gate, and they pull out this suitcase, and you're like, "Well, I already got a suitcase." And they're like, "No, you're going in it." <laughs> and then they just chop you up and put you in the suitcase. You fly yeah. to where you got to go, and then you just they put you back to get. Oh, gross, gross. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that idea sticks in your head once you've once you've read the book.
0: There's some dark ideas out there with this portal fiction, Tim. I didn't, I didn't, I still have to say I didn't even know that this was a. So this is like a subgenre. Would you say it's a science fiction sub? Or just anything. Yeah.
1: Well, it's kind of like a you know, lots of different genres tie into it, though. Because you have high fantasy, low fantasy, junk science fiction, time travel. All the genres borrow it. It's pretty. And nobody really thinks about it. You know, you just you might beam down from the spaceship or whatever. But you're constantly moving from place to place without actually traveling. Wouldn't that be the definition of a portal? Is something yeah. that can get you from here to there, and either in this world or another world, and preferably so you can leave your normal. I guess people are obsessed with getting out of their normal lives.
0: Well, explain it. I yeah, it's a it's a it's the that's the kind of uh, reprieve that good fiction can give you, just jumping out of your normal life, and it's a uh, probably the best the best way of doing it. I mean, when you look back through like the classical works of fiction. I can kind of think back to, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a friggin scholar or anything like that, but I think there are some Greek myths where like a dude, there's one where a dude has to go like back in and there's the lady that he loves. She's been like sent to the underworld and he has to go into the underworld to get her. But when he comes out, he's not allowed to look back sort Mm -hmm. of thing, or she's, she's going to be following him out. It's kind of like a portal story too. I remember that one really sticking with me. Um, just the that gateway to the other world. Really kind of a cool concept. It's been around. It's been around forever, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got you've got visitors.
1: I've got people walking outside.
0: No. Nope. They're gonna they're gonna kill you. No, nope, that's, you that's to... the owners of this house. Oh, it's the portal people. Yeah. They're coming
1: Shh, to get you. I just snuck into their basement and I hid down here. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, portaled in for the night. No uh, big is, deal. There's movies about that too. Oh yeah. It's not really portaling, but.
0: Uh, 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys is a portal fiction book. That's right. Or movie. Did you, uh, I, did did you like the original 12, like the original 12 Monkeys? I think there's a series on Netflix. I haven't watched it.
1: So I loved the movie and I've watched it many times. And I've watched the first three seasons of the series. The first season was amazing uh i really enjoyed it and then as many series do it just sort of falls apart towards the end
0: oh yeah you can tell that they're gasping for air they they ran their ideas dry well i remember really liking that movie so much here's here's the thing we're gonna portal a portal movie through a portal into another portal right now okay this is this is getting meta here so i specifically remember going to see 12 monkeys enjoying it so much that I went back with my friend to see it a second time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the theater that we saw it in, I believe it was a fall movie and the theater had something go wrong with their heating system. And it got friggin' cold in this, in this movie theater. I didn't really notice it because I had a, a jacket on or whatever, but I guess some people could see their breath in the theater. <laughs> and as we left, as we left, they were just like, they handed us tickets, uh, like a, like an, a movie pass. And they were like, we're sorry it was so cold. And I was like, I didn't notice anything. And then, and then uh, they were like, here's some, here's some passes to go see another movie. So, um, I let my friend, and, uh, as much as I love this friend, he has like zero concept of what's going to be a good movie or not. Uh, and to this day, I, uh, we talk about this, uh, <laughs> actually we don't, but, but I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> so, he chose the next movie, which was Lawnmower Man 2, Job's War. Oh, that was a bad one. Oh, it was bad. I wish I could portal right the <laughs> fuck out of that movie instead of portal into the oh. into the virtual reality world of Job. You just um,
1: wasted a free ticket on that.
0: We wasted our free uh, freezing movie pass on, on Lawnmower Man 2, Job's War. It's too bad, really, because
1: the first Lawnmower Man, I really enjoyed that movie. It was dark and a little twisted and unique. Yeah. And then number two is just like, let's throw all that away and make something that doesn't make any sense with a different guy, different star, no realistic plot. I think I walked out of that one, actually.
0: Oh, it was a rough watch. You know what? My (laughs) friend, I, I think I remember him saying that he wanted to leave. And I was like, no, you fucking pick this. We're staying. And we stayed right to the bitter end, dude. Right to the bitter end. But uh, yeah, it was a rough watch. But So Lawnmower Man, it's kind of got a portal element to it where a guy kind of mm-hmm. inserts himself into this other world thing and the, the virtual reality, I guess, is the gateway for it.
1: But it's also got smart ape drugs.
0: Smart ape drugs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because they were using the drugs on the monkeys first, right?
0: Cybo Man.
1: Weren't they trying to train the monkeys to fly planes into nuclear war?
0: Yeah, they were, they were getting them to do all sorts of nefarious shit. And then one of them went, uh, went rogue and, and Ramboed it for a while there. Yeah,
1: and found um, the Lawnmower Man.
0: Yeah, that was Cybo Man. Yeah, I remember that. I must have seen that movie a dozen times, man. What the hell was I doing back then? Just watching Lawnmower Man. <laughs> what do you want to do today? Let's watch Lawnmower Man again. Again? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I've forced my wife to watch it a couple times.
0: A couple times? You're mean. Actually, that's not you're not mean. That's a that's an all right movie to watch a couple times. I think. What else is there? What else are we missing here? We're missing some 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 big example of this portal fiction. I feel like. Other than Stargate. Stargate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stargate
1: was portal fiction central. Every week they went through a portal and
0: ended up somewhere new. So you're in a. I am not familiar with any of the Stargate shows. I watched the first four seasons straight. I think. Just
1: the thing is, Stargate was just that that kind of show where you could just have it in the background. It didn't really matter if you actually watched every episode because everyone was kind of like a standalone, more or less. The same stuff happened every episode. You know, the bad guys were always there. They kicked their asses eventually. People kept taking over the base. Then they kicked them back out of the base. Then they go to another world and get captured. Then they get loose. It just kind of just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. MacGyver was just acting away there. So...
0: Yeah, it was, uh, I I was only familiar with the one movie and, uh, which I really liked. Um, and supposedly, supposedly here, um, the same folks who did Stargate, I think the director and the producing team was the same group that did Independence Day. And if I'm not mistaken, they were going to link the two of them like the alien invasion was going to come through a stargate and that's how they get into our our uh i guess solar system or whatever right but i i think the two of them were supposed to be linked at one point they're not obviously now but i I think at one point that was the plan they were going to come through a stargate and, and do their alien invasion that way what's uh Star Trek, has it got any portal stuff going on? I'm not super familiar with that.
1: Uh, actually, they did. There was, uh, in the original series, there was some sort of a gate on a planet. And I don't remember where they went through. But at various times, they, they traveled back in time to Earth.
0: Uh, there was gates in the original. I remember there was one episode I saw when I was a kid. Weren't they all, like, dressed up as Nazis and stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was...
0: a. Uh, I'm not sure if that was an alternate Earth.
1: It's been a while, to be fair, since I watched any of those.
0: What about Harry Mudd? Was he like a like a, like a a portal guy? Harry Mudd off Star Trek? Yeah. I only know him because of the video game, the Nintendo game. I love that game. And uh, I, I don't know where he came from, but it was always like, oh, Harry, Mudd. it's the Harry Mud level. And you're like, son of a bitch. He's just such an awful guy. What about Q? Uh, Q... He didn't really make portals. He just instantly teleported you here and there, right?
1: Snapped his fingers and created an entirely alternate reality
0: or took you somewhere. Q is the portal. Yeah. What about the traveler? Same thing. I don't think he really made portals. But he could just kind of manipulate space and time and his way through it. It
1: turns out we know less about Star Trek than
0: Star Wars, maybe. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. Okay. Here's here. So I'm saying all these names uh, out of Star Trek, and I don't know shit. Like, I just started watching The Next Generation, re-watching it, and I got to the episode with The Traveler, and I just remember, so this is like a little aside, com- funny story, is I don't know anything about Star Trek, and I was I was at, I was working one time, a long time ago, with my friend, and um, he was talking about Star Trek, and there was all these, and how there was all these Trekkers, Trekkies, what are, trek nerds, right, we're, we were working with, And uh, he's like, they're everywhere, man. They're everywhere around here. You just don't know who they are. And then he was talking about The Traveler. He's like, you don't know who The Traveler is? And I was like, I don't know who The Traveler is. And he looks at this other guy, and he was like, hey, man, what does The Traveler do? And this guy just said, without missing a beat, he's like, The Traveler, he takes bad actors off the show. (laughs) And I didn't know what that meant (laughs) until until I started watching it. And yeah, so... (laughs) Sorry out there if there's any uh, fans of that actor, uh, I don't, that
1: actor who who will remain nameless.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think the guy's honestly a bad actor. Let's just say like he's that. on
1: The Big Bang Theory
0: a few times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
1: still he not a, that great, but
0: I I I recently made it up to the episode where they they uh, they focus on that that character pretty heavily in the first season of the show, and I yeah. I didn't. I think they were trying to nail that like young guy young person demographic with the show right like trying way too hard at first and they picked somebody that was wishy-washy yeah well I don't know like he was I I I don't really mind the character but it's just they focused on that character so heavily that it was kind of like you know it was like the, the foibles of fucking Wesley Crusher. Okay. I'm going to say it, but the foibles of Wesley Crusher, like it's, that's what it seems like every episode. So I just made it up to the, uh, to the episode where they go to like the, the planet where like everyone's hot and they all wear like skimpy clothes and frolic around in the garden. And he, and he uh, catches the fucking Troy Aikman touchdown pass through the flowers and they have to kill him. Right. What a great episode. That, uh, but
1: I'm, I'm sorry if your name is Wesley. But I've never met a Wesley that's just out there crushing it. There's a little fun for you.
0: Wesley crushing it? <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of any famous uh, Wesleys.
1: No. Although we had a Wesley crusher there.
0: We did have a Wesley crusher, but that's like uh, like any famous Wesleys. Uh, okay, Wesley Willis. There was a guy who he was a musician that, that uh, I liked. Um, he's no longer... In the in the land of the living, but he was a, a pretty cool guy, and he did a lot of neat stuff. Wesley Willis, I like Wesley Willis. So there you go. Hmm. There's there's a Wesley. There's a and he was you know he wasn't like big time famous, but he was famous enough that he you know when he had a concert, people went and enjoyed him. He sold out.
1: Just just switch the some other famous names out for Wesley and see if it works. Like Wesley, The Rock Johnson. No,
0: Wesley Schwarzenegger.
1: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> Wesley Cruz, Wesley Pitt.
1: That's what I'm saying. Wesley was a bad pick for that name.
0: Here we are, just shitting on Wesleys. <laughs> I mean, no any Wesleys.
1: Sorry about that, Wesley. But you might consider, you know, going by Wes instead. I know some oh. some nice Weses. Just Wes. Yeah.
0: So Wes is okay, but just like if you gotta do the whole Wesley, that's that's it. Game changer yeah, right there. That's right. Friends off. Yeah, like
1: Wes the Rock Johnson. That actually works. Wes the Rock Johnson? Yeah, that's better than Wesley the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Or if you were on
0: WKRP in Cincinnati, you could be Wes Nessman.
1: He was kind of a cool guy for a nerd.
0: Yeah, I liked I like that guy. Wes Hasselhoff. <laughs> Oh shit. I don't know if, I don't know. It's marginally better, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Better than Wesley Hasselhoff. Oh Oh, yeah. See, I don't know. There's something about, uh, it's like the bad guy in Daredevil. He was a Wesley. He was like, if you want, yeah. Yeah. There was like this in the first season of Daredevil, there was like the Kingpin's henchman and he was this guy and he, he was just a guy that you, you, he was there for you to hate him. And they just, they were like, his name is obviously Wesley. (laughs) and it's not fair to any of the other the the wesleys out there there's probably like lots of nice wesleys but not in tv and the movies thank you wesley crusher
1: if your name is wesley and you're listening right now get a hold of us and share your thoughts on this
0: we have nothing against you wesley but uh we just don't know any wesley's so we feel comfortable in making assumptions uh, about wesley's which is a terrible thing to do but we did it just
1: if you do portal off to some other reality and you need to introduce yourself to somebody on the other side just change your name don't don't let on that you're wesley you'll you'll sway their opinion
0: well, there could be a wesley world out there like you portal into a wesley world and everyone's a wesley like like there's that uh citadel and morty and hey, rick and morty where there's like just a bunch of mortys and there's like mm-hmm. the real shit mortys and really good mortys and like you know kind of wishy-washy mortys and all this you could have like just the Wesley world where it's just a bunch of Wesleys fighting to be Supreme Wesley. Or there could be like all a, those John Big Boutes. John Big Boutet. Yeah. Yeah. Big Boutet. This is uh was there any Wesleys in that show? <laughs> I don't we're know. We're talking about another, that's a portal fiction too, isn't it? I guess it is. The, uh, <laughs> cause he goes, he, he like, we're talking about the famed movie. Of Buckaroo Bonsai across the Fifth Dimension? Did I get the yeah, name of that right? You did. Holy shit! Which I watched recently. I watched this year because I remember, you know, it's one of the ones that I skipped out on in my youth, and I always wanted to see it because it looked cool. And uh, I watched it, and it was not fucking cool. <laughs> it was not cool. <laughs> but it was a
1: lot of fun. Yeah, the name There's... is the name is sticks in my head, and the and the fact that
0: John Big Boutte was in there. Yeah. Yeah. John Big Boutte. Was that Christopher Lloyd? I'd have to watch it again to tell you. I think he was John Big Boutte, but that's the joke. <laughs> is That's how he conceptualized his awesome name. His awesome name was John Big Boutte. He was an alien and everyone called, called him John Big Booty. Mm-hmm. He totally, totally missed the boat there. He was probably a Wesley. I don't know. We had a thing when I was a kid, Uh, like we're getting off on weird names or whatever, but there was a time, like I'm thinking around the time that I was like in grade eight or grade nine, where it was like the height of, of, of an insult to just call someone a Leonard. A Leonard. Yeah. That's up there. Like you'd be, you'd be doing something stupid and someone would be like, what are you doing? You fucking Leonard. And they'd say that to you and you'd feel like really hurt. And then. And then I, I, got, I got into grade nine and I thought about it. I was like, why was I so insulted by that? It doesn't even make any sense. Maybe it was a regional thing. You never had that?
1: Not a Leonard. But the, name, never been doesn't, called the, Leonard? the name doesn't inspire coolness, though.
0: Well, there's, I don't know. I, I can't think of any cool Leonards, but I, it sounds like when, it, when you conceptualize the Leonard, like someone would be walking around as a Leonard. Uh, well, Leonard Cohen, he's a cool guy. He was a cool guy. But but if you think of a Leonard, I think it's just like I would not want to insult that guy. He'd punch me out. Like a Leonard would hate you. What? Nerd is in his name. Nard. It, it's like N-A-R-D. <laughs> Nard. Like that guy's got balls. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's like it's like Leo the Lion and balls in a name. Like you don't. Leo It's the like lion. lion balls. Leo the Leonard? Leo Nard. Lion balls. You don't mess with that guy. You, th- you think you'd mess with that guy until he ham fists you right in the gob and you got no teeth left. Mm. You don't mess with Leonard's. I don't know why that would be an insult. I'm, I've just talked myself into not ever messing with Leonard again.
1: Yeah, it'd be smash mouth all over again.
0: Yeah, it's not happening. I'm not doing it. It's portal, uh, I'm going to portal right out of Leonard world because not, you're not winning that, that war.
1: Well, I think we successfully covered most of portal fiction at this point. Or yeah, enough, <laughs> of it, enough of it to prove that there's portals in everything.
0: We, there is portals in everything. It's, 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 it's amazing when you sit back and think about it, how many portal fiction things that we've uh, actually consumed without actually even thinking about it. So it's a, I don't know, it's a, it's a neat trope. I'm going to see if I can work it into something in the future. Something you're working on right now? No, definitely not. This is not, uh, this is not something that's uh, <laughs> lofty enough to deserve such a great concept. Hot tub time machine. Tim, I don't want to get your hopes up. Oh. I'm writing a, a two hour poop joke here. That's what this is. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I mean it's when was the last time you watched one of those? Well, uh, I'll I tell you say where I not I ever have. I, I just did. It was called Nomad Land. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't like the look of
0: them. Well, that's a lady. <laughs> is it? Okay. Yeah. She's she's the star of Fargo. But she has to cut her hair very short because, you know, she's living in a van and uh, you can't, you can't just, you know, you can't just be going around uh, traveling around with long hair. It's a pain in the ass. So a lot of people cut their hair. There's, there's a lot of neat things about that movie. We could, we, you know, offline we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll tell you all about it.
1: Yeah. what okay. Well, let's just go here for a second. What would Jesus do? I think it seems to me he had long hair and he traveled around.
0: He didn't even have a van. Well, he didn't. No, but well, this is the thing. (laughs) There's a there's a lot of people in the uh, ancient times that were just like, fuck it. I'm going to let the locks flow. Right. And they just had their long locks because they didn't have like cool shit around to just cut that stuff. Like scissors. Yeah. Well, you know, I think people use a lot of knives to do all that stuff back in the day. Like, I don't, I'm not a scissor historian by any stretch of the imagination, but I can't imagine that someone was like, you know, it would be great if we took, put two of these things together and we just, like, were able to use a, You know, I don't think we figured that out until, I'm going to say a, a thousand years ago or something like that.
1: I wonder, can you imagine shearing your sheep with a rock? I can't.
0: Well, I think a lot of people just did it with, with uh, straight Razors or whatever, right? You could because be they right. were they were a lot easier to make. Yeah, uh, now we've definitely
1: th- gone down a portal rabbit hole at this point.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to talk <laughs> offline about Nomadland. Like, <laughs> like uh, uh, I think we should immediately have a conversation of it after the show because I, I, I need to. I need to. Let, I need to talk about this show with someone.
1: Okay. It, it's well, let let's portal out of here, and we'll leave it there.
0: We're gonna portal out of here. So, Tim, but before we portal out of here. We're coming back uh, very soon to do a zombie episode. That's right, and I
1: have I have one in the bag that I haven't edited yet, which has to come out sometime soon.
0: Oh yeah, I, I forgot about, the about that one. Justice League. Yeah, so that one it's well we can it's we got a good segue into that, even though uh, you know it's it, it'll be segue into this uh, zombie one because we're going to be talking about yeah. Army of the Dead, uh, Zack Snyder's, I guess, kind of loose follow up to really good remake of dawn of the dead did you like that dawn of the dead
1: you know i've watched so many zombie movies that they all kind of blurred together
0: well it's the one in the where they're in the mall but not the one where they're in the mall where they run slow it's the one where they're in the mall where they run fast
1: okay you know i don't have, know if i've seen that one
0: what the shit dude you gotta you i saw someone having an existential crisis in the first nine minutes of that hmm. movie it was insane it's a good one
1: Hmm. well maybe i'll have to look it up
0: yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I got it. I, I just, I, I picked up the Blu-ray for it here a while back. I'm gonna give it another watch, I think, before I dive deep into the Army of the Dead. But we're gonna be back with that one. So, okay. and we'll try and we'll try and we'll try and do schedules pending. You're a busy guy, uh, you know. So it's we're at, we're at your mercy when you feel like doing it. We'll do it. Okay.
1: Well, it'll be soon. Alrighty. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, thanks. Okay. For Where, where's the in, portal right? gun? The portal gun. <laughs> you gotta get a soundboard because that was the first (laughs) but that's my portal it's been a slice Tim it's been a slice all right bye Justice League had portals, boom tubes, man. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. How do we not talk about that?
1: Boom tube. Okay. That's
0: a great name for a portal. It is. We're going to boom tube out here. (sighs) Okay.